Welcome to episode 140 of the Headspace and Tommy podcast. Today, I have a conversation with the founder of the Veterans Yoga Project, Dr. Daniel J. Libby. Dan and I talk about mindfulness, meditation, yoga, and how it can truly change the lives of those veterans who try it and find out it works for them. Here's a short preview of the full conversation. You're listening to Headspace and Timing, where we're trying to change the way that we think and talk about veteran mental health. To start off, Dan and I talk about what mindfulness is and how not practicing mindfulness can make us feel like we're not in control. To me, mindfulness is just about harnessing all of your attentional resources. Right. At any point in, in your moment to moment existence, your attention is somewhere, right? Your attention is focused, maybe scrolling through your emails. Maybe your attention is focused on trying to figure out what you want to have for dinner. Sometimes your attention is focused on your work. And a lot of times our attention is pulled away from us in a way that we don't feel in control of, right? And especially in today's world, there's so many things competing for our attention. And our ability to harness our attention in line with our values and goals uh, allows us to live a, a strong, and meaningful and purposeful life. When we don't have control of our attention, it runs away from us and it is more of a liability than that's it. We also talk about the difference between mindfulness and hypervigilance. And while they have some things in common, the things that make them different makes mindfulness beneficial while hypervigilance can possibly be disruptive. Importantly, part of that mindfulness practice, and this is the difficult part of it, is that if you look at the definitions of mindfulness, um, it's really about that present moment awareness, but there's also an attitude of acceptance or welcoming. And we know that one of the symptom clusters of post-traumatic stress is avoidance, right? And there's also hypervigilance, right, which would be part of more of that hyperarousal. But if you think about hypervigilance in particular, it is about paying attention right now right? Hypervigilance is being very focused on the moment. Um, but there's with this attitude that I'm going to have to jump up and move into action, that I'm going to have to jump up and save somebody, or I'm going to have to jump up and run. And there's this paying attention to the present moment on purpose, but with an expectation of having to act. Where mindfulness is about paying attention to the present moment on purpose, but it's more with an attitude of just welcoming what happens, of being non-reactive and just noticing without having to react and without the expectation that we're going to have to do anything. Moving beyond mindfulness into talking about yoga, which Dan describes as mindful movement, we discuss how a practice like yoga can have both physical and psychological benefits. Having a dedicated practice can be, and I think this is where the yoga practice or the, what people call yoga, right, which I would call mindful movement, um, is where maybe sometimes that mindful movement practice really helps because being able to do both your physical exercise and your mental exercise at the same time, but it also allows us to um, really embody the practices. And so it's not just a mental exercise. Becoming fully aware, becoming mindful means actually utilizing the resources of your nervous system that is in your entire body. So again, when we're talking about the five tools that we teach, um, it's not just about focusing your attentional resources. It's not just about using your breath to, you know, be able to control sort of how you feel, um, but being able to 
use a physical practice can often give us that routine, right? Where we can actually start to have a dedicated practice. Dan and I also talked about some of the stereotypes around yoga practices and how those stereotypes might be shifting as more veterans try it and find benefit in it. Years ago, when Veterans Yoga Project was just beginning, there were a lot more stereotypes about meditation and yoga, right? It's either for somebody who can sit cross-legged and, you know, just put their mind in this blank, awesome, blissful place, or, you know, the young person in, you know, tight clothes that's, you know, perfectly proportioned on the cover of the yoga magazine. You know, there's a lot of different stereotypes, but I think for the the large part, those stereotypes have really fallen away. And that what I see more and more is that one, if you're, if you can't sleep, if you are in chronic pain, if you're dealing with anger issues or trauma issues, you'll do anything that works and you'll try anything, especially with the older Vietnam veterans who have really led the way and have shown that these practices are actually a lot more helpful than stuff that I've been trying for 40 years. That and you just start to hear more stories. There's just more stories of more veterans out there who are practicing. And, you know, we're talking about, you know, the, uh, the quote, most masculine of the masculine the special forces guys, you know, um, that, you know, the most successful CEOs in the, in the world, like they're all people that practice meditation in some way. We also talked about how yoga can not only benefit us psychologically or physically, but how empowering it can be as a way to take back some of the lack of control we may feel in our daily lives or in our response to negative events. People want practices that are empowering. Nobody wants to take pills, right? Um, I mean, I'm all for, uh, you know, some of these evidence-based and having and having professional supports. I think there's nothing more important um, and especially if you're doing these practices, you need a community, you need a social support, you need professional supports. Um, but most importantly, trauma is a disempowering experience. From the moment trauma happens, it, you are disempowered in your mind, in your body. And these practices are re-empowering and help put us in control. And that's what people are looking for. And, you know, we all want to be better at what we do. My uh, my mission, I guess, is to, in particular, help veterans and families who are uh, struggling with reintegration or struggling with trauma or just moving through that process to be able to have the tools to do so successfully. And finally, we talked about the need for service members, veterans, and their families to try a number of different types of yoga practices rather than just trying it once and thinking it's not for them. Certainly, if there's veterans listening to this who have not done yoga, what I would say is go to three different yoga classes because there are no two yoga classes that are the same. There are some yoga classes that will, you know, they crank up the heat and you're doing a physical workout that is the strongest physical workout you've ever done and you leave with a puddle of sweat on the floor. Um, and that's the kind of, there's other types of yoga where you basically lay down on, on top of blankets and bolsters and take a nap and sort of do a guided practice. And there's every version in between. And so what I would encourage people to do is to go to three, go to five different yoga classes, five different yoga teachers and practice and try these different styles until you find one that works for you. Um, I sometimes hear from a veteran, Oh, I tried yoga. That doesn't work for me. Or I don't like yoga. And I don't know what that means because, again, there's so many different styles of yoga and so many different ways to bring your attentional resources to focus on your own breath and your own body and your own mind in a way that is supportive and helps you grow and helps you get stronger and more flexible and more balanced. And there's not one way to do it. 
You're listening to Headspace and Timing, where we're trying to change the way that we think and talk about veteran mental health. Dan and I talk about a whole bunch more in the longer conversation. We talk about some of the physical changes in the brain that occur as a result of meditation, how the Veterans Yoga Project got started, and how it's doing now. If you want to check out the full show, go on over to VeteranMentalHealth.com forward slash HST140 or hit subscribe on your podcast player of choice. Just a reminder that the guests and information on this show are for informational purposes only and not meant to be considered professional advice. Tune into the full episode to hear more from Dr. Libby, and remember, veterans, you're not alone, ever. Ever.